Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, it's Melissa and Christy and welcome to Two Sisters Podcast. (laughs) So today our topic is toxic relationships simple but complicated (laughs) right and it's so much we can talk about but we are going to because our last episodes have been literally two or three two or three two or three episodes in one we're going to keep this or try to keep this at a minimum (laughs) so yeah so uh christy yes (laughs) ma'am toxic relationships first of all what is your definition of toxic? I don't really have a definition. That's Melissa thing. Uh, you know what? She, you know, she can pee off skis. <laughs> what? It doesn't even. I'm not saying. Listen. The word toxic. Okay. Again. What? What are the origins <laughs> of this word? What are the synonyms, the nouns, the pronouns, the verbs, and the adjectives associated with I am asking you simply to say your definition. Like, what do you consider (laughs) toxic? Okay. So, the reason why we came laughing in the introduction of this episode is because (laughs) (laughs) Melissa said, so what are you going to talk about with type of relationships? I said, I'm just going to say that... I was in a toxic relationship and didn't even know it. And she said, oh, that's going to be at least 20 minutes. And so that's what, why we laughed. It's true. <laughs> why we laughed coming into this episode. So, as you already know and have witnessed that we're silly. Okay. <laughs> and our sense of humor is very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, not many understand it outside of our family. Right. Because they're, the they're the same way. And we love them. <laughs> we love our family. Both sides of our family are yep. good, fun to be around people. Yes. Thank you for Lord for letting us be born into the families that we were. Our Which, family is, is just great. We that's what I need to be with. Like my Lord. Okay, one of Lord. my things, Lord. No, one of, sorry. no Lord. One of the things I do want in my spouse mm-hmm. is a sense of humor. Listen. It can't be. He got to have one because Listen, not only that, I'm going to aggravate him. He has to understand <laughs> your sense of humor and your family. Let me tell you, our family is the type of sense of humor that you will be offended <laughs> by because we will have a whole tragic <laughs> real life story. Yeah. And you would think somebody's going to stand up. Yep. It's telling the tragic story. Like, mm. it just doesn't make any sense. So. <laughs> I feel like a disclaimer has to go in place <laughs> again. Okay, our sense of humor is very different, especially for Christian women. Yeah, well. So, you know. I mean, loosen up. Anyway. Hey, who is for us out there in the audience is for us. <laughs> right. Who is not, we we don't, we're not supposed to reach everything. You know, no so, harm, no foul. Toxic relationships. Yeah, and your definition you're gonna Again, be the Miriam. You're yeah. gonna be the Miriam Webster today. Listen, what no. what's your definition? Listen, yet, I don't have a definition. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you how I tripped and realized <laughs> I was was that a toxic relationship? Oh my gosh. Okay, so uh, my last 
treated a certain way and being made to feel a certain way I didn't identify that as toxic until after I got out of the relationship and doing research as women do right because we got to find a solution to our problem <laughs> we must label ourselves oh no I ain't we well type. me the type of person I am I yeah. must label myself I must educate myself you know whatever I have a background in sociology. Technically, that's what the degree say. Okay, that's what the degree say. <laughs> um, on paper. Oh so, you know, a little piece of me, my academic brain, um, likes to study and label things. Hmm. So, 
there are all kinds of words that were put out there, narcissist. You know, I labeled him a narcissist. I labeled myself as an empath. I discovered, you know, that's what the label said based on my characteristics emotionally that I was an empath and he was a narcissist. And I have an article about this on my website. Um, something, of, you know, comparing the narcissist and empath and the dangers of labels. Because once I identified that I was an empath and he was a narcissist, then that allowed me to then make an excuse to stay longer than I should, which makes no sense. I know, I know, I know. Because now people label label a narcissist and they're like, oh, I got to get away from you because you're a narcissist. No, no, no. I was like, oh, I got to stay closer to you because I can help you out this. I can love you through this. Now that I have the solution, now that I know the problem, I can find solutions so that we can make this work. <laughs> mixed in right with us being tone air quotes Christians and if I believe in Jesus and if he believes in Jesus then we got then we're we have the foundation to make this work there's no reason why this can't work but I was made to feel stupid Right. And it wasn't, um, I don't know. I don't really know the terms like that. I think it's covert narcissist. I'm not, not sure. Cause again, I freed myself from those labels and I freed myself from putting labels on other people because biblically it, it don't mean nothing. to me, <laughs> biblically it don't mean nothing because at the end of the day, you're dealing with spiritual so, yep. things. Yeah. And it don't matter what the label is. Mm hmm. You're dealing, you're dealing with evil spirits. You're dealing with evil oppression. Mm -hmm. Okay? Domination. Um, so I was made to be feel stupid, but he never came right out and said, you're stupid. Because then I could say, you just called me stupid, and then I would have a defense for that. And then he would have to defend himself. No, no, no. He didn't say it that way. He would say, you're the smartest person I know. You have such and such degrees. You have such and such career. So I don't understand mm. why you da 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 da. Mm. Right? So in my mind, I'm like, did you just call me stupid? <laughs> but you can't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're in the situation, you can't be like, you're talking down on me. You are degrading me. Because technically, right? Because these particular people are masters at this. Mm. You cannot say that they called you stupid. Right. You cannot say that you you are degrading me. Because, because the words that are coming in his mouth are you're smart. You're the most you're the smartest person I know. You're so accomplished. So where in that did he say you stupid? How can you not understand this? I'd be like, sir, why I don't understand why you sir, don't understand this, right? Sir. And I would say, sir, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so, once again, I'm educating myself. I'm coming out of the relationship. I'm like, okay, so this is what this is. Um, stonewalling, all kinds of terms. Stonewalling. Right. So, what's stonewalling? 
when I don't actually know. <laughs> I, I don't actually know anymore. That's what I'm telling you. I let these I let these things oh, go. Okay. But at the time, they were so important to me. But I think it's something like I'm not even gonna speculate. Okay. <laughs> Look it up. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. And excuse me. I burped. Oh. <laughs> so that's one small example of what. But this these were like daily emotional battles. Okay. To the point where, and I'm sure lots of people are familiar with this, even in in, in um, career-wise, in your work environment, you find yourself walking on eggshells, mm-hmm. right? We've, we've heard that term. Mm-hmm. And I found myself walking on eggshells in a relationship because I didn't, I didn't, it was like an emotional uh, minefield. Mm. And I didn't know what I would say that would trigger a reaction that I didn't want, a reaction of anger, a reaction of rage, a reaction of, you know, belittling and and downgrading. Again, not coming right out and, you know, being forthright with it, but the undertones are, you know, you're you're treating me less than and you're speaking to me less than. Mm -hmm. So, um, from day to day, I found myself being less than myself and not being my full self, not being my whole personality. Um, I I retreated into religion as far as, okay, well, let me pray more. Let me go on a fast. Let me pray for these particular attributes of my man. Let me speak life over him. You know, he's more than a conqueror. He's intelligent. He's calm. He's not easily angered. When, yes, he was intelligent, but he was not not easily angered. <laughs> so I, I use these biblical, biblical principles and I try to manipulate that uh, ungodly man to a godly man. For me. Now, you know, I'm sure uh, the person that I'm talking about that I was in this long-term relationship with, he definitely identifies himself as a godly man. And, um, you know, he would disagree. Mm -hmm. So this is strictly my opinion on what I experienced and my experience of our relationship. So I tried to use the Bible and you know how uh, married women say, speak life over your husband. Yeah. Speak. If he is not that great in finances, then you speak stewardship over him. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he is, if he has this particular job, but you want him to see more and do more, then you speak this particular scripture, or you know, you renew his mind. You speak over him. You wash him with the word. Well, what happened to his free will? He's supposed to wash us with the word. He is. We don't talk about that. But anyway, what was that quote you said? I found myself. Do you remember what you said? Um, no, girl, I'm just I'm, I'm speaking from the dome. <laughs> I'm gonna be a rapper so bad. I, I yeah, can't put two two sentences together. That rhyme. <laughs> Man, I want to be a rapper so bad. My goodness. Um, I think I said I tried to make an ungodly man. No, I man. found myself something. You said something about yourself, but anyway, go okay. ahead. Well, all right, all right. <laughs> 
So, and that lasted a couple more years, right? Because, you know, this man was, um, he wasn't that devil, you know? All right. He wasn't Satan himself. He would come, he would apologize, he would say he was wrong, how I was the best thing that ever happened to him, and how he prayed for me, and you know, the best thing smoking since sliced bread. The best thing smoking since sliced bread. He realized <laughs> I'm a good, godly woman, and he respects the fact that I, you know, you know. At one point in time, we were absolutely we're not having sex because I said, "Hey, we're not having sex," and so we went a year, two years mm -hmm. without having sex mm -hmm. in our relationship while planning a marriage, mm -hmm. while planning weddings. You know, I had planned four different weddings at least. <laughs> we're not right? gonna go there, right? Right? Yeah. Um, you know, so I thought these were all signs that my prayers were working mm. and, okay. you know, God was hearing me and this was the man I was supposed to be with. And, and there was all kinds of things that I thought were God that were not like, because I feel like that's a whole nother episode, but. Just give me one or two. Well, for instance, I would I would fast mm -hmm. and I would pray, and then he would change. Hmm. And the whole time, like, you know, the whole time, I don't know if God necessarily told me do not be with him or do be with him. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was looking for. I was looking for he is the one. <laughs> he is not the one. Okay. You I wanted him to come was, from I, heaven. I, I wanted him to say okay. that to me. In a thunderous, in a thunderbolt voice or something yeah. like that? No, not thunderbolt. Oh, okay. Not thunderbolt. Oh, okay. Just simple. <laughs> All right. And so I wanted to work so bad. I had been. I had not, I had been single for so long before this relationship. <clears throat> when I met him, I was 32. Mm -hmm. When I ended it the final time, mm -hmm. I was 39. Mm -hmm. um, before that, I was abstinent for years and years and years and years. Mm -hmm. um, so... I wanted it to work because I didn't want to have sex with a man that was not my husband. Okay. And, you know, he wasn't like a murderer, so we could make this work. What's mm -hmm. <laughs> my logic? Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so, so what I, what I said what I um, interpreted as answered prayers mm -hmm. was really just a man maturing. Like, okay. let's look at this. We were together for seven years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there were some things that he did initially that I did not do. You know, he cursed a lot. He drank liquor. Mm -hmm. He smoked mm -hmm. um, cigarettes and other things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just had a different mentality than I did. Mm -hmm. He had a street mentality. Mm -hmm. I had a corporate mentality. Mm -hmm. um, we both grew up in the city, but I had a suburban mentality. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it just is what it was. Mm -hmm. So when he then stopped 
cursing, when he then stopped drinking, when he then stopped smoking, I was like, oh, these are all the things I've been praying about. But it was just a man maturing, mm -hmm. going into his 40s, going into his late 30s, like, mm, okay, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to smoke, drink, smoke, cuss. drink, cuss anymore. <laughs> Be out in the streets, yeah. Right. I want to build a business. Mm -hmm. I want to get my money up. I want to da 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 da. Mm -hmm. I want to get health insurance. Why they always go around okay. 40 and get health insurance? Our father got his life at 45. Became a business at 45, and I remember being like 20 and then like, daddy, what? <laughs> now we're close to 45, like, try to get our life together. <laughs> so judge not, people. Well, okay. I think we had our life a little bit. Judge not. Before daddy did. Well, anyway, um, we're expanding on what our father and uncles taught us. Yeah. Um, and as far as business. Um, so yeah, you had a question for me? Yeah. So I wanted to ask about um because this is this is interesting. Um, because again, we're talking about mindset, because that's pretty much what it is. <clears throat> Other than so I want to know the emotions. Like I, I I like to put word to the emotions to help those people out there to kind of like, oh wait. Be, uh, you know, in this type of relationship, and maybe I should evaluate <laughs> this situation a little bit deeper. Um, you know, I want to use the word deception. Do you think that you were deceived by him, or oh. you know, just spiritually, like what? One hundred percent. I was not deceived by him. Okay, I was deceived by the evil spirit that was oppressing him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, which to this day, I, I truly believe he does not think that he is evenly oppressed. Like, 100%. There's no way he thinks he is. Oh, I don't know. I, you know what? I, I don't know. It's been years since we've been in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I it was deceived. It, I'll say it again. <laughs> it has been a yeah, couple of years. Has, wow. It's been, it's been a couple of years since I, since I um, ended that relationship. And... Um, it was a positive transition for me. Mm -hmm. And so I do, and it's, it's why um, I am a coach to women who are in situationships, who are in relationships. Situationships. Yeah, because I need to put that we light all out. found ourselves in that. Yeah, I need to put that out there. Because, Willingly. Because people are going through. Yeah, I've been a few tremendous hurt and pain mm -hmm. in a situation if you're in a situation that means you do not have a label you do not you understand me <laughs> this man is not claiming you you, you understand me make this, it say this, again you understand yeah. <laughs> me this man is not claiming you or or is she not claiming she him? Not claiming him. Oh, right. Come yeah. on now. And I've been in a situation but you know what's so crazy I've been in a situation but I didn't care that I didn't have a label or I, and I was the one, I was really the leader in this because mm -hmm. I did I did not even want to give him the, the label. He wanted it. And I was like, uh, no phases in life, right? Phases in life. Yeah. But it's the reason why I can now help women come out of those situations and recognize mm -hmm. that this is not 
it. it that this is not, is not healthy. Nah. That this is not something you have to accept, should accept, need to, to accept. accept. Nah. Right? Nope. Because we all have this this story in our mind. We, we're telling ourselves certain things and we're believing it. And that keeps us in unhealthy, toxic relationships. Yes. That's no, love. he was not punching me in the eye. <laughs> he was not kicking me. He was not spitting. Can you put, you, can you put his hands on He me? was not spitting on me. Right. Right. I mean, when we play fight, he did. I'm like, did you smack me for real? Because. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make fun of it. Um, oh. So. Or, or, or cheated on me, to my knowledge. So because I was not being. Because I was not. Um, Melissa believes he was cheating on me, but I, I still don't. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Only the Lord knows. Right. So because he was not cheating on me, because he was not beating on me, I really didn't find an excuse that the world, my friends, associates, Christians, you know, girl, you got a man. Girl, he opened a door for you. Girl, he brought you that ring. Girl, he he writes you poetry. Make it work. See, and that's the thing. People settle for a piece of a man, a piece of a a, a male, because um, I won't. I don't like to use the word loosely, man. Okay, a piece of a male that have all of the things that you need that you probably shouldn't be using in the first place, right? If you're not even married, so that's a whole other subject too. Check out our episode where we talk about um, spiritually incompatible, not. Spiritually not spiritually compatible, compatible. Mm-hmm. and I go more detail in that in that um there, but when I came out of the relationship, I realized it was toxic and unhealthy because I was walking on those eggshells and I wasn't on an emotional roller coaster. And from day to day, I adapted my behavior so I wouldn't piss him off, right? So I wouldn't make him angry mm-hmm. because um I just kind of stayed as meek, not meek, but. I didn't want to cause some problems because I wasn't meek. Like I, we would argue, <laughs> um, and I and, and another thing, ladies, is it started to change me. Yes, it started literally change my whole personality mm-hmm. to the point where five years into the seven year relationship, five five and a half, I cursed him out. <laughs> <laughs> Every cuss word uh, I could think of. That's so funny. <laughs> I cussed him out. I remember the month was September. That's funny. Okay, I know what year, but it was September. <sighs> and I cussed this, not cursed, cussed <laughs> this man out because oh, I had been man. holding it inside. Now, he had cursed at me before. He, now, not per se mm-hmm. cursed me out, but he cursed when he speak, when he talked, and when he got angry, and he would yell and just rage. Mm-hmm. And so, for five years, I took it. And then one day, I cussed him out. Up, back, front, and it, it, <laughs> I put curses together. They don't didn't even sound right because I, I wasn't a cursor. Now, now, in my mind, I have been cursing him out the entire time. I told you <laughs> that I had issues with being offended and being angry, and although it would not come out my mouth, in my mind, <laughs> listen, okay, I was taking all the types of revenge in my mind. So it started to change me, and there was things that I was accepting that my sister specifically was like, you're taking this? And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. He stays out. Mm. He works this many hours. Like, really, <laughs> Christy? And I'm like, yeah, he says he's 
Oh shit. <laughs> Point is, I didn't have to take it. Yeah. And I didn't want this relationship to fail. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be, I wanted to have a good testimony, an overcoming testimony with this man that we made it through the opposites of the, you know, opposite sides of the track, you know, coming together because they love Jesus. But here's the thing. <laughs> this is where we differ in our air quote Jesus relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, at the time, and I'm going to say at the time, that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. I believed in tithing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, you're going to have a tithe. Like, when we got back together, you're going to have to tithe. And he's like, damn, we're not going to have sex. And he's like, okay, well, in, court, in, in order to keep you fine, I'll do these things. But he didn't believe in those things. He didn't believe that there was anything wrong with us having sex. He didn't believe that you should give to, the, like, church. No, no, no. Now, he gave to the homeless all the time. He would walk to see somebody, you know, needed money. He would, you know, say, in the name of Jesus, he would give it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't believe in going to church. Nay, little bit not nail a little bit no it wasn't part of his his life and that was really not a part of anybody's life (laughs) but the principle of it right and so as as someone who wanted kids who purposely um you know withheld from having children with my then fiance i wanted to be married Hmm. so he was fine i'm talking about month three into this seven relationship let's have a child i'm bleeding like huh no sir no sir but I could have been a single mama. I I do not judge single mamas. Mm. I could have been a single mama mm. a couple times over with a couple baby daddies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, but this is where God has planted me at this time, and I I, I am um, I don't have children yet, mm-hmm. and I am waiting to have children with my husband. Yep. So I thank God that I'm still able to do that. Um. So. That was a, it was a spiritual struggle and there are a lot of things that he didn't even understand. He didn't understand the Holy Spirit. So inside, I'm trying to live the biblical principles of loving him, right? Love is not easily angered. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not hold a record of wrongs, Mm -hmm. but that was like Spanish to him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So when he would treat me the way he would treat me, I would still try to come back with him in love. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was that was part of my breakdown as well because I was using religion as an excuse to stay. Mm. So again, I don't have a definition for toxic relationships, but I, I I gave some toxic traits, right? Some unhealthy traits that I now you know the world identifies as me being in a toxic relationship. So I can speak to it. I can speak to the mentality that kept me in that relationship for so long. Okay. Well, that was a great um, explanation because, again, <laughs> and here we go, pretty much summing up the episode. Um, so toxic, unhealthy, to me, un- it, it is, toxic is unhealthy, all right? But we're specifically speaking of unhealthy relationships. So some of the key things that you said, treat, well, characteristics of it, treat it in a certain way made to feel a certain way, like made to feel stupid, having emotional battles. That is so crazy. Like, um, reaction didn't, you didn't want his reaction. So you were walk basically on eggshells or you would be more 
cognizant of his reaction or how he would react or how how he feel and then basically dismissed how what you wanted. Absolutely. My my whole existence, much of my existence was about how to make him happy and not not um, make him angry. Right. How to avoid making him angry, mm-hmm. unhappy, mm-hmm. irritated, right. um, anxious, aggravated, stressed. Right. Anything I could do to not yes. bring out those emotions, I did. Yeah. And it was like, it was a prison. Mm. It was an emotional prison. Yeah. And you said walking on a minefield. That's absolutely crazy. Absolutely. Right. And then um, made excuses to stay and you chose to chose to stay. And because you figured out the problem. So basically you did the research to find out what's going on and then thought you can change him. Oh yeah, the whole time. The entire relationship. <laughs> I was waiting for him to change because right. religion said he would. Mm. And that since he said the words out of his mouth that he was a Jesus believer, that's all I needed. Mm-hmm. As long as I had that, he would change spiritually and biblically for me mm-hmm. so that we could be equally quote unquote yoked right even though we were not absolutely not compatible yep and so speaking of that you spoke spiritual like affirmations or confessions girl um, yes and, and basically a whole two three vision boards <laughs> right and but again you said you basically manipulated because you tried to turn an ungodly man to a godly man by using religion. It's called witchcraft. Exactly. I was letting you go. Say no, that. it's called witchcraft. Yep. So yep. manipulation, right? Okay. But we don't know that. Exactly. We're, we're, we don't know that, and we're innocent of it. And it's not like we're saying, "Oh, we're calling on these spirits," or we're going right. to. We're reading our horoscopes. We're we are seeking advice to do a love spell. On this man. Manipulation no, is witchcraft, no, period. We, no, that's not what I was doing. I was using scriptures mm-hmm. that, and speaking life, quote unquote, over this man to basically change him to the man I want him to be. Yeah. That's witchcraft. Right. Manipulation. For me, it was. Manipulation. And it does now, actually. Now, I know that now. That is actually. And I have repented for it. It is. Wait, you, 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 I mean, you ain't got to. I'm just saying, I, I'm trying to get myself right. I don't want nobody out there. <laughs> I don't know. I want nobody out there thinking that I was okay. Once I found out what that was, I absolutely repented. And you, I absolutely do better. Ask God to forgive me because I am not playing exactly. with my soul and spirit. Right. I'm not. Right. You know, when you know better, you do better, right? When you know, you know. Which is another, I mean, a bunch of scriptures is rolling around in my head. But basically, people perish with a lack of knowledge. That's one. Of, that's what it is. And just like we said previously in other um episodes like you have to account for yourself i i was like um playing around with yourself yourself whatever whichever way you want to say it okay you are responsible for you so you (laughs) another inside joke joke, (laughs) so yeah like you are responsible for you okay um and yeah and so i i really wanted to bring that out again manipulation is a form and it says it in the word but we all gloss over that i've glossed over it plenty okay but that's what it is okay and then i asked about you basically 
being deceived because that's another thing. That's the only way the enemy can get you to be basically do his work for him um, is to deceive you. So deceived by evil oppression, he was oppressed. Um, and then I asked you how you said um, signs that prayers was working when you thought it was anyway, because but what you realize is that he was just a man maturing. <laughs> that's all. I think that's he's such a good a little bit. He just grew such up. a good point to make, though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's women, it was not a deep. Women, please evaluate. Like, okay, he, you met him at 20. Y'all now 40. Okay, he's supposed to grow. <laughs> like, hopefully. Oh, anyway, you thought that was funny. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Oh no, but it is like because I'm just thinking of myself, like because we make it so deep, is what you're saying. Right, we it's Christianize it and <laughs> and remix like, it, and it's oh, right, so deep, and it's the boy grew up, man. Like he just he just grew, he's just much seven years, eight years, ten years, fifteen years, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm even going back to like I'm just thinking of uh, our adult elders as well, like dude. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Um, and the fact that you wanted it to work so bad. And I'm giving these simple, practical examples so you can also see, okay, what's holding you there? Why are you still there? Because you want it to work so bad. Like, if these things sound like you, just take a minute and evaluate. Like, please. Um, and the one, the, I mean, this is one of the top things for me because I was witness. I was on the outside of it. But when she said that it changed her personality and, you know, it's not just her, it's all us, all of us, every woman in this whole world, I believe, have had this happen to them because they're so in love with this man or not the even fact, because honestly, I had to, I've come to the conclusion that I didn't, I was not in love with uh, people. Um, but it's like, you've been there so long. You don't want to start over. You have history. Uh, what's other excuses um that just keeps you just keeps you staying in a unhealthy relationship and you're afraid there's a level of fear that you won't find someone that quote unquote will accept you like that particular person does whatever that means for you right um for me it was i could just be myself what was myself well i i don't i don't like makeup i don't <laughs> like heels i really don't like clothes <laughs> yeah, it's only because we got to go out here. We close on, right, right. Not to offend little people, you know. what I'm saying you can't just go out here. And there's kids. There's kids here. Yeah, right. Um, and so you know, I have currently I have natural hair, but I might permit tomorrow. Do not play with me. Oh my god. Okay, so natural community don't come after me. <laughs> I might put a relaxer perm, whatever you want to call it, straighten it. Whatever. Mm. I might even throw a wig on my head. Listen. Okay. Nice. Currently, I'm natural. Right, but that I, may change. I ain't against the wig. That may change, but the point is, you know, he accepted me and all of my natural glory, and I didn't have to wear heels and I didn't have to wear makeup. Um, and so I didn't know at the time if a man would necessarily, another man would necessarily let me just be free being me. Um, even though another his, deception, exactly, because even <laughs> though I've already told you that I couldn't be myself. I right. couldn't be myself. I had to be the person that, that did not piss him off. Right. I had to be the person that did not stress him out because it was all my fault. Mm -hmm. It was all my fault to have the other person tell me. 
which yeah. is the reason why I was on a um, a minefield. Again, mindset, right? Again, so changing you, changing your personality, you being someone you are not, you're not authentic to yourself, which causes inner turmoil, causes inner conflict, causes just inner torture. You pretty much feel in torture because you're not who you were made and created to be. So again, yes, ma'am. Didn't want it to fail and wanted to be married. And that's what I believe too. Sometimes it leads to desperation, which I do believe we are. Um, did I say I was desperate? Did I say? I said we. So I'm talking in general. Clearly there was some desperation. I'm just talking in general even for if women. Not, even, if, even, if, even if we don't identify it, right? Because what would keep you holding on so strong? I wasn't even talking about you. I'm just saying. It's in your notes based on my story. But but it's in my notes for me to say to women. <laughs> I didn't think you were desperate. I didn't think I was desperate either. However, staying in an unhealthy, toxic relationship mm, yeah. well, screams desperation, desperation. Exactly. something. For love. Right. Validation. There's some type of void. Security. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be like I'm thirsty for a man. But right. no, I got male attention while I was in that seven-year relationship. Yeah. I, I had men approach me, you know, for dates and I would say, hey, no, I'm engaged or I'm with them. You know, I have a boyfriend, da, da, da. So I still got male attention. I knew that I could be with someone else, but there had to have been, if we examine it, a level of desperation. There was voids that I was trying to fill. Mm-hmm. And that's what we mean by des- desperation. Um, and that's and that's what I mean. Too much. And that's what I mean exactly for for women. Like when you make these excuses, I don't. And when you want to be married, you don't want to um, fail and look like a failure. You please, basically, you thinking about other people's opinions. So you thinking about other people's opinions. You are not being your true self. You are completely allowing his personality to change you. Your personality it was like, ma'am. How is that healthy? So that's the question you need to ask yourself. These these are the checkpoints that you should actually evaluate and ask yourself. Okay? Am I this? Like an if then. If this is happening, then okay, like I am allowing him to treat me this way, and then I go retreat. Is that healthy? And again, I'm uh, we are not, and I am not trying to paint the picture that this man, it, this was all on this man. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Because I was not imprisoned. I was not locked in the house. I was, not, free will. I was not chained. Mm-mm. At any point in time, Mm-mm. I could have left. But like Melissa said, it was the mindset that kept me chained or imprisoned in the situation, mentally and emotionally. Right. And I was spiritually deceived. Right. So um, we are all responsible for our actions. And mm-hmm. once I decided that um, I chose to uh, get a different result, which, exactly. which, which meant leaving. Mm-hmm. Cutting it off. It, like cutting all ties. Severing it. Uprooting it. Burning it to ashes kind of thing. Okay. Leave it in the past. Leave it there. So, yep. That's all we have to say. Still went over 30 minutes, but still less than an hour. <laughs> 
you can, right? You can find information about Chrissy because this is really her niche um, as far as relationships, situationships, and all them other ships that seem to be floating out there in this world. Um, and I encourage you to share your your toxic relationship story with us and your situationship experience with us. Reach out to us. Yeah. We would like to hear from you. And yeah. Because we know there's so many different right. stories yeah. and different experiences. So we don't want to say, obviously, that my experience is the only experience. Right. Share. Share, like, subscribe. You'll find Christy information or information about Christy and all of her resources and free tools on her website at um, christymagazine.com and you can also um, say, but you won't find no relationship information <laughs> on my site at all but I do deal with the mindset I do deal with healing and so does she so you can also read about me and all the free resources that I have on my web um, website at melissamagazine.net well, shortchange yourself Melissa's big on, on renewing your mind and yes. how that looks as a woman and finding yourself back to yourself which yes. is what i had to do yes i am definitely big on that so that all of that information is at melissamagazine.net i also have a network called life by design network it's a free group on uh, facebook um right now because i am going to have my own exclusive network so get in where you fit in while you can all right get in while you fit in where you fit in? Why you fit in? Mm, mm. Is it why you fit in? I don't know. We, 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 don't, we don't know. We don't know. Oh, anyway, guys. <laughs> see, see how we feel about so bad. Thank you, guys, for joining us. <laughs> we love you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>